This is WQA Radio, a podcast from the Water Quality Association, the leading voice of the water treatment industry. And hello, I'm your host, Wes Bleed. The problems that you've solved a million times are easy, but it's the ones you never run into that are a big headache. And so these are the kinds of problems we've never run into. Who's, who's ever run into this before? That is Mike Baird, president and owner of Aquamore in Temecula, California, talking about the impact of the COVID-19 crisis on his manufacturing business. And welcome to WQA Radio, news and insights about the water treatment industry. Find us at wqa.org on LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. This is episode number 164. And if you're joining us for the first time, we are so glad you're here. Be sure to hit that subscribe button so you never miss a show. That's the magic of podcasting. In this episode of WQA Radio, we'll talk with Mike about his company's response to the coronavirus, a unique opportunity that developed for his team, and his thoughts as we look ahead to eventually, perhaps, a return to normal. Plus, we'll have a regulatory update from Kathleen Burbage, and I'll have our WQA tip. Actually, a couple of tips. But first, our conversation with Mike Baird on WQA Radio. Hey, Mike, thank you for joining us on WQA Radio. Great to catch up with you. Mike Baird, uh, president, owner of Aquamore uh, out in Temecula, California. So it is great to uh, great to talk to you. Great. Thank you. Yeah, it's great to talk to you, too. You know, uh, you've been uh, with WQA and WQRF. You're on the board uh, of the Water Quality Research Foundation. And so you're no stranger to many of the members Uh, at WQA. So we wanted to catch up with you and get your take on how you've been dealing with the coronavirus crisis, how your team has been responding, and some of the unique challenges you have faced. So uh, I'll I'll just leave that as kind of the opening question and let you take it from there. Yeah, that's big. That's big. Uh, Yeah, I think right now, frankly, for us, we're just almost uh, dealing with everything day by day uh, because uh, so many things are changing. They're changing so fast. you know, I think business uh, is uh, something that for all of us is is about solving problems. And the problems that you've solved a million times are easy, but it's the ones you've never run into that are a big headache. And so these are the kinds of problems we've never run into. Who's who's ever run into this before? Well, that's exactly right. And when you think about something as simple as strategic planning, everybody does strategic planning. Let's say at the end of the year and looking ahead to 2020, nobody could have foreseen planning for something like this just a few short months ago. No, no, just uh, impossible. And yeah, we're, we're, we're looking at all kinds of things internally, but to some extent, yeah, just taking it day by day and, you know, dealing with uh, everything as it comes. Uh, and, and in the end, uh, our main focus really is just keeping uh, our people and uh, the people in the factory safe and, uh, you know, keeping uh, calm, you know, through this whole thing. What has business been like for you in general? Uh, you know, you talked about keeping your team safe. Obviously, that's been paramount. I know that. But in general, has it been busier? Has it slowed up? Uh, have you been able to handle the kinds of demands that have been placed upon you? Yeah, generally, I would say it's been busier. 
Um, and, but on the other hand, uh, we've uh, cut back our workforce to absolute minimum essential workers, you know, here in order to, uh, you know, again, just focus on that safety issue. You know, we're uh, certainly an essential business uh, from the standpoint of providing, you know, clean, safe drinking water for many different people in many different industries, uh, businesses and homes. But um, nevertheless, it's incumbent upon us to uh, make sure that we're uh, keeping as few people in the factory as possible just to just to maintain uh, all of the recommendations that have been put out there. You mentioned the essential business and WQA has been out in the forefront, making sure that governors and state officials and local officials are aware of the uh, of the essential nature of water treatment and the water industry and We've certainly had uh, validation of that by the Environmental Protection Agency itself and, and others. So we're, we're very appreciative of that. And as you talk about that, I understand that you had a bit of a unique situation where you were able to help uh, some new customers. And uh, why don't you tell us about that? Yeah, we did. Um, basically, we found out uh, through another local business uh, that we've done a lot of work with in the past called 8-Bit Brewing Company. Uh, the owner of that company's name is uh, Chris Keeson. And Chris contacted me and indicated that the city had reached out and was really looking for some help. Uh, some of the retirement communities were having trouble locating distilled water for use uh, in various types of medical devices that they were using, CPAP machines and other types of machines. Uh, so they were looking for distilled water um, as a replacement. So what happened? Well, uh, what happened is, is that uh, Chris had reached out to me and said that uh, Marco Antonio Brown, who's a city council member in Marietta, California, uh, was reaching out to him to look for this. So Chris didn't have uh, all the equipment uh, needed at his location. He did have a commercial RO, UV, you know, this kind of uh, treatment capacity, but he uh, needed some help. So we jumped on this, a, a small team here at Aquamore and developed a filtration system that he could add on to what he was doing, uh, built that up in a day, deliver it the next day. We helped him get it installed. And uh, next thing you know, uh, the uh, council member uh, and uh, Chris were uh, providing water and, and delivering water to that uh, local need. So it was quite quite a fast turnaround, but uh, it was it's certainly very helpful to the community. And they were very appreciative because they were, frankly, just out of water. They couldn't locate any distilled water. Yeah, and for repairing CPAP machines and things like that, I mean, th those are necessary uh, items for folks in the retirement home. Oh, absolutely. I mean, uh, uh, I know it sounds simple, but a good night's rest is uh, super important to alleviate stress levels and uh, to keep up good health. I had to almost chuckle there when you, you were describing it because you made it sound so uh, almost just you know, like it's no big deal. We just came up with this in a day and we installed it. I mean, this is incredible, Mike. Yeah, well, we have a great team here, and you know we've uh, reached out to, to many local uh, city and county officials, letting them know that we're available and, and stand ready to help them in any way we can. Uh, so, you know, anything, any you know, anytime anything comes up, we're certainly focused on that. All right. So as you move on forward, now we don't know how long the crisis will last. We certainly hope things are winding down, or at least you know we've turned the corner. Uh, and if not now, I mean certainly soon. How do you see business moving on from here into May and June and uh, and the rest of the year? Yeah, for us, uh, I think uh, we're 
trying to just take everything day by day because uh, I think we don't want to get uh, too hopeful that uh, something's going to change too soon. You know, trying to keep that middle of the road, you know, emotional mindset because you know that up and down roller coaster can get really, you know, very stressful. So I, I try to uh, be very uh, calm and just very middle of the road in all the thinking that we do here. So we're prepared to have this go out for quite a bit longer and, and, you know, certainly hopeful that it doesn't, but, you know, at this time, you know, there's just so many unknowns. I, I don't, I'm not sure if anybody really knows, you know, exactly what that timeline looks like. I think we'd all love for it to be very quick, but, uh, you know, I think I, I hate to uh, build everyone's hopes up or, or make certain statements and then, you know, have people disappointed that it didn't happen that way. And I've just learned that that, that can help with long-term stress levels. That, that in and of itself, I think, is good advice. So last question is, do you, you know, speaking of advice, any recommendations, lessons learned, things that you could suggest to other, other WQA members listening to our podcast? Yeah, I would just say, um, you know, certainly be calm, you know, that there's a, a, a time uh, to uh, get excited. But uh, right now, I think uh, calm calmness is a, a, a big factor. But I would also encourage everybody to reach out to your local uh, community and officials. Uh, you know, they they are interested in hearing from you. They want to know what is going on with your business. And they want to hear uh, uh, not only what's going on for you, but how you may be able to help them. So we, we've done that. We've had great response. So I just encourage everybody to, you know, reach out and let uh, people know that you're there available and uh, just give them some ideas of what you can do. Mike, thanks for joining us. Appreciate it. Thank you. It's Mike Baird, president of Aquamore, joining us on WQA Radio. This is Kathleen Burbage, WQA's Global Regulatory and Government Affairs Manager with your regulatory update. In Kentucky and across the country, states are looking at upgrades to schools and future construction as it relates to drinking water. Now the Kentucky governor has signed Senate Bill 57 requiring the plans and specifications for a new public school building only be approved if it includes bottle filling stations and drinking fountains dispensing filtered water. You can catch up on the latest state actions depending legislation and review those that have been signed into law through WQA's bills list on the WQA.org Government Affairs webpage. I'm Kathleen Burbage for WQA Radio. And now our WQA tip. Continue to check out the coronavirus resources on the WQA website. We've got tips for how to apply for that Paycheck Protection Program, your CDC guidelines, workplace guidance, government updates, the WQA checklist, and much more. We also have a new update called COVID-19 and drinking water. Go to wqa.org coronavirus. And a second tip, our virtual education takes place April 21st through the 23rd. Go to wqa.org convention to see the lineup of speakers and how you can register and join us. If you're listening to this after April 23rd, no problem, because all of the sessions are recorded and available for playback. Join us for the virtual education experience. Thanks for listening to WQA Radio, news and insights about residential, commercial, and industrial water treatment. Remember, you can subscribe to WQA Radio on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. 
Just search for WQA Radio, then hit subscribe. Each new podcast will appear in your podcast catcher or podcast player automatically each week. That's the magic of podcasting. And be sure to rate and review the podcast as well. Learn more about water at WQA.org and learn more about WQA product certification, professional certification, and how you can become a member at WQA.org. This is Wes Bleed. So long from WQA Radio. WQA Radio.